Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and I am so delighted today to welcome my very special guest, Laura Hollick. Laura is an award-winning artist and visionary guide After walking 10,000 kilometers on a vision quest, Laura clarified her purpose and dove into realizing it. She is the founder of Soul Art Studio, Inc., a business devoted to circulating love around the planet with creative inspiration. Bravo TV created a documentary about Laura's art and life called The Artist's Life, Laura Hollick. Laura hosted and produced over 500 radio shows on 93.3 FM CFMU called The Artist's Lifestyle. She led a TED Talk called You Are the Art. Laura's art and insights inspire audiences around the world with her global events like International Soul Art Day, Global Vision Quest, Yoni Art Project, and her newly released Soul Art TV. And I have had the pleasure over the years of being in collegial as well as client relationship with Laura when I um, engaged with her for the International Soul Art Day several times. I was in studio with her for International Soul Art Day. Uh, I was part of the new Icon movie, which was filmed and went out 11-11 2015, I think it was, was the the year that I was in that. And Laura has been just one of those people on my radar screen for many, many years. And we have a longstanding, beautiful, multidimensional relationship with one another, both across art, across business, and across the shamanic vision for our planet as we are in this stage of evolution and growth and expansion and expression. And so it is my pleasure, Laura, to have you here today. Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women Show. Thank you. I'm so delighted to be here with you. Well, I want to begin because I think for you and my my witnessing of you, the, the creativity is the, the core of who you are, the capacity to apprehend immense, powerful, medicinal vision, and then deliver it through your personal expression and through all of the work that you do with others into the world. And so I want to begin by just asking you about your personal experience with learning how to both appreciate and acknowledge your capacity to create, and then how the journey went as you learned how to kind of wrestle that into channeling it in ways that were both beautiful and impact producing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that my creative path really began when, when I was a kid. And as a kid, I you know come onto the planet and was heartbroken 
heartbroken because I could not relate and connect in this world and in my family. And in that isolation and, and very confusing because as a child, it's like, it doesn't make sense. But as I've reflected on it, it's like there was severe isolation and, and disconnection. And in that, I just longed from like a brokenhearted place, longed for a place where I could belong, longed for a sense of connection. And what this, this longing did was it opened up this imagination, an imagination where there was a place where I could connect. There was a place where I belonged, where I was cherished and, and beautiful. And I just spent as much time as I possibly could in my imagination so that I could, I could have a home. And I remember there was this one day, and my imagination got very vivid, <laughs> but there was this one day where I discovered art. And it was like, you mean you can make your imagination real? Meaning like the things that you're dreaming about, the things that, that make you feel good, the things that make you feel at home, you could make those things? And I just became obsessed. So art for me and creativity has been a way to be home. And so I think the medicinal quality that comes through is love in, in that there's this, like, it's a realm of, of home where spirit is welcome, spirit is visible, you're cherished, you're wanted, and, and there's beauty and there's magic. And so it was really just this journey of kind of finding my way home. And, and creativity has been that sort of ever unfolding journey and deeper and deeper into that sense of connection and love and beauty. Mm, beautiful. Well, I know for me, I played with art when I was a kid, but I spent most of my, you know, younger years in a state of really being left brained and really like focusing on, you know, putting the numbers in the boxes and, you know, getting the A's and all of the things. And it wasn't until I had a spiritual awakening that I really connected with my creative side and gave myself permission to express freely. And so I do want to go back to talking a little bit about, like, this was my experience, and maybe it wasn't yours, but I think it may be for a lot of people. When I did tap into that creative realm, it was literally like a fire hose, right? Mm. And I just, I just had to say yes to it. And I had to, like, go all over the place and explore all kinds of things. And so I'm curious for you, did you have that experience? And if so, what have you over the years done to be able to kind of contain and channel your creativity in positive and powerful ways? Yeah, that's so interesting. I, I feel like my right brain was probably more developed than my left brain. So it almost sounds like the reverse, right? But either way, it doesn't matter which one you, know, you start out with, at some point they have to come together, right? Like at some point, so someone's super left brain, for them to be like a whole person and to feel their, their whole self, they will need to bring in some kind of right brain creativity to feel like they've got the balance. And for me, being super, super creative right? Like that was like my whole world. It's like I had a root system from my crown, but I had to develop sort of the, the left brain for me was developing the root system on the ground, right? And so I think that 
you know, first of all, is recognizing that there are these different aspects of ourselves, And maybe we tend to one way or the other, but we are a whole person. So we'll have all of it. And we just have to find our balance. And so for me, the journey of bringing all that, as you say, like fire hose of, you know, ideas and like, that's my normal state of being. <laughs> well, this, but that's my, that's natural and normal. But for me to balance that, I have to ground it. I have to bring it into the practicality of, you know, like I, I need to make this thing or I need to do this thing. And so through my life, I've actually just become very organized, very grounded because these visions matter so much to me. They're, they're like my home, my respect for them, my, my kind of devotion to that is so deep that I'll do whatever it takes. So that means if it's step by step, you know, that takes like 10,000 kilometers to walk something, if it, I don't really care what it is, I'll, I'll do it mm. if it's been guided. So for me, balancing that fire hose is really like devotion, discipline, and respect. Like I have such a respect for it that I'll, I'll do what it takes to ground it, to make it real, to bring home to earth, basically. Mm -hmm. So that, that's for me, like, yeah, there's always a fire hose, but that's not overwhelming to me because it's so natural. Mm -hmm. It's more of the, the discipline to honor it. It's like when you get a vision, you get inspiration, how can you honor it? To me, that's the left brain of like making it real. Mm -hmm. And, and now I, I feel so integrated in that. I, like even saying it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I do. But I, I don't even think of it so much that way. It's just, I get a vision and then I want to make it real. So I honor it in whatever that's going to take. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that you brought the word devotion. That word has been very up for me a lot lately. And working with my clients and working with myself, I really feel that we are in an age, we are actually birthing an age that I like to call the creative age where we're we're here as the midwives and the birthers of the creative age. And the devotion for me is I am devoted to my capacity to create. I am devoted to keeping my channel clear. I am devoted to honoring that creative force that I have the capacity to, to channel through me. And I'm devoted to honoring my body as the vessel through which the creativity comes. So I'd love to move the conversation a little bit because you talked about, you know, you get the vision and then you make the decisions to, to bring it into reality. One of the things that the, our listeners, a lot of our listeners, I'm sure are visionaries and may have dreams that Either they were told could not come true or they were, uh, you know, they have questions, they have doubt, they, they are not yet initiated into the state of devotion and are still like wavering on the dam of doubt, right? <laughs> Which is damning, right? The dam of doubt is damning. So I'd love to have you offer whatever you can about really valuing your own vision, not only your vision as an artist to bring into reality what you see, but also your vision as a businesswoman and being able to set up a structure that allows you to actually do what you love and make money. I love that. The dam of doubt. That, that's hilarious. So <laughs> I just came that, in, just dropped it. <laughs> it really comes down to love because if you love something, you'll do anything. Like think about, think if you're attracted to someone, like you feel that sort of attraction and you're exhausted and then someone says, oh, so-and-so is going to be at that, uh, you know, that restaurant or something. 
you could be exhausted. You're going to go and you're going to put some makeup on. You're going to get some beautiful outfit and you're going to go walk by and pretend like you didn't know that they were there. <laughs> because, and you're, so you'll do something because you, there's an attraction, there's a pull, there's a magnetism. And I think love is behind that. Mm-hmm. And so until that has happened, there's no will to do it. It's willpower that you're sort of forcing yourself rather than just feeling the well of energy that you have access to, to do the thing. So to me, I think it comes down to like what enables love for a person. And so the story that I shared in the beginning where to me, creativity really came from this longing of like a broken heart. It's like, I was so heartbroken by the sense of disconnection that I felt. It's like, I, I needed to feel connected. And so then my love, that relationship, that love bond, the bonding happened with my art. Mm. And so I will do anything for it in the sense because, you know, there's love there. And I think that if we try to for like, oh, I I love this, pretend to love it, it will kind of half bake do it. Mm. But to get to that level of, of devotion It's like, really, it's just, what do you love? What is driving you? And and we all have to figure that out. No one can just hand it to you and say, okay, here's the the formula. It's like, you you have to go on the journey to find it, Mm. find your love. And sometimes it's a love for yourself. Maybe you realize like you love yourself so much, you're not going to allow a shrinking feeling or thought or belief to hold back your power. Maybe the the love for yourself is so strong or love for an idea. Mm. And, and when we don't, it's like, well, maybe I don't love anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like that could happen too. And then that's the journey to discover where is their love? Because without that, I, I don't really know where the inspiration is, where, where, what's driving it. It's probably all just, oh, I should do this or I should do that, you know, and then it's, it's a little bit disembodying. But to get something that's like really driven from something beyond what you can comprehend, there's got to be some element of love woven into that in my experience. Mm. So that's what I would say. It's like, and it's a journey. You know, I was on a 10,000 kilometer vision quest. You know, I I didn't, I don't have it all figured out. And I don't know that that's the point (laughs) to have it all figured out. But there is journeys that we take for different things we want to realize. Mm. You know, suddenly we get driven to like, well, I, I want to know my purpose. Well, maybe it's the love for your purpose. Like, you know, you, you're longing for it. And so you, you will do things to magnetically connect with it. Yeah. And that's the same with a vision. If, if the vision is there and you love that vision and it's your soul's heartbeat, mm. nothing could stop it from coming through. Yeah. The dam of doubt is broken. It will be broken. Exactly. <laughs> because, yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, we have to go to the break. We actually have to break the dam of doubt <laughs> and go to the break right now. Perfect timing. Thanks, God and goddess and spirit and source, whatever you want to call it. So right now we are going to go to the break. We could leave smart women. We could use some help. If you are enjoying this show, if you love this show, if you love this show and you want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friend 
friends who you think might benefit from our content. I do want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. We've added nine countries just in the last few weeks. I want to shout out this week to our listeners, of course, in Canada, which is where Laura is, but also let's shout out to our listeners in Ecuador, in the Philippines, and in uh, Nepal. And we will be right back with Laura Hollick. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design? A life that is an extraordinary work of art. Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition. Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Laura Hollick. And I want to give you a chance, Laura, to let people know where they can find out more about you, about your creative genius, and about how you support and help others around the world to be able to step in and value their own vision and channel their own creativity in powerful ways. So where would our listeners be able to find out more about you? The best place would be lauraholic.com. And there's always new creative projects on the go and different global events in motion. So lauraholic.com would be a great place to stay in touch. Yeah. And I want to just um, spiral back around because on my bio here that I read at the beginning, her newly released Soul Art TV, when I read that, I thought, I remember being on Soul Art TV back in 2013. <laughs> and maybe that's supposed to actually say Soul Art School. Didn't you just newly launch Soul Art School? And can you tell me a little bit about like what's happening there? Is it Soul what's Art happening? School? Is it Soul Art TV? Is it some combination of both? Are they getting married? What's happening? <laughs> so, you know, there's the fire hose, right? There's so many things happening. There's a creativity is just a fertile garden of, you know, everything is is growing, right? It's it's alive, it's vibrant, it's healthy. So yes, we did just open Soul Art School, which is so amazing beyond like it's beyond my expectations, really, of how beautiful that has been. And Soul Art TV, yes, you are right that you were on that years ago. So, And we are starting that, a new version again with new technologies and new ways of, of bringing ideas through. But when we had connected years ago, that was the, in this transitional phase when the internet was beginning in the way that we understand it now. And I had come out of doing a radio show for over 10 years, and I was looking at how can I translate what I was doing in the radio show onto the internet. So we started Soul Art TV then, let it you know run a cycle with that, and we're reviving it in a new way. So that's something that is unfolding as we speak. Yeah, so all the things that you mentioned, they're all happening, but it's all part of the big garden of, of creativity in motion. Lots of things cooking on the stove here in, in Laura's, Laura's kitchen. So 
as I recall, when you launched Solar TV, and I was part of that when it first launched back in, I think it was 2013, 12, somewhere around there, 10. Yeah, sounds about right. Somewhere back in the day. I remember that part of what happened for you as a result of that was you actually very swiftly garnered a global audience that got the attention of some people like Sir Richard Branson. So I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but I thought that was a pretty fun and interesting thing that occurred out of your creation. And really what I'd like you to speak to is the unexpected surprises and the delightful kind of wondrous things that happen when we say yes to our creative power and we do bring it into manifestation. Mm-hmm. Well, it's magical, right? So when you bring something through, so if you have a vision, it's like a higher frequency energy. And when you do the work of actually bringing it through, taking the tangible steps, bringing that vision through, you're bringing a higher frequency energy into your life and onto the planet. So of course, there's going to be magic that comes from that and things that you can't even contrive. You know, the logical brain knows the end before it starts. The creative brain goes on a journey to discover where it's going. And so if you're in that creative process, you're, you're always discovering what's unfolding, what's growing, what's happening. So when I launched the Solar TV years ago, so I had already been doing a radio show for over 10 years and had like a whole career of doing things not on the internet. So then when I came on the internet, I did have a wealth of skills and it's like I was ready to take a jump. Even though it looked like it had just started, it was you know, building for a decade up to that. And so I could jump in the internet sphere in that stage. And I didn't expect you know, all the things that happened. Like I did go to Necker Island and Richard Branson's Island and I, I, I met amazing people and you know, continue to meet amazing people like yourself. And you know, so many things unfold. But it, to me, it's just the continuation of the creation. I, I don't even see that as like there's a pinnacle or it, it's just like the creation is alive mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm alive with it. And so we're growing and things are happening. So when we are in that devotional space where we trust and love the vision, and I think trust and love are similar, mm-hmm. right? Like it's similar energy. Love is, is this expansive alive, fertile energy. And trust is what enables us to sort of be in that. So when we have trust for what we love, we can let it unfold. We can let it be like a teacher, a guide, a a partner for us. So yeah, I think that when we trust our visions, we bring it through. Of course, magic's going to happen. Yeah. And sometimes that magic is also like a healing you know, it's not always this thing that like looks glossy on the outside. Sometimes it's something really intimate and internal where suddenly you healed something because that high frequency energy could touch a deep, tender spot inside. And so no one will even know the magic that happened, but your life would be different. Yeah. So let's talk about the deep, tender spot. (laughs) Because uh, as you were speaking there, I was seeing how I was devoted to my rose garden when I had my own house. And 
and I would go out into the garden and every rose was blossoming in its own form and its own time. And I remember the beauty of going out into the rose garden and seeing the uniqueness of each rose and and the process of the creation creating itself. And so that obviously brought me to the yoni art in my mind. It connected to the yoni art. And then you said the deep, tender place. So mm-hmm. that was one piece of your journey that when that came out, when the yoni artwork came out, it was felt a little like a side path because up until then you had focused a lot on helping people to have their art make money and and it felt like it was a side path but it was a part of the creation that came as a result i'm hearing now of something that came through you that touched that deep tender place so i'd love to have you because we've only got about a few minutes left and this is a show dedicated to wickedly smart women and there's nothing more indicative of our womanhood than our yoni. So I'd love to have you speak a little bit to the yoni and the yoni art and how you've navigated through that healing and Mm -hmm. evolution. All right. Well, this will bring it this full circle because Mm -hmm. we started off in this idea of like the right and the left brain and how do you bring visions through and, you know, how do you channel what you're doing? So someone who's got visions and creativity, you have roots up in kind of higher realms, spirit realms and so on. And then if you want to make them real, guess where they're going through? (laughs) They're going through the yoni. They're birthing through the birth canal. And so I did learn this by bringing so many visions through and birthing so many things on this planet, like projects and ideas. And I mean, just like hundreds of thousands of different things coming through. So my yoni, without knowing it, was getting quite a workout. And I was learning. I was like, oh, wow, it's got to navigate paths like that, the dam of doubt, you know, things like that, you know, where you're, you're, you have to find your way through to get it into reality. And so yoni on that level, based on the conversation we're having, has been the, the mapping of really birthing yourself, birthing your soul, bringing your essence through. So if you want to birth a business or a beautiful body or relationship or all these things, well, those are dreams and ideas. But if they're going to come into reality and they're coming through you, your yoni is an instrument, a symbolic instrument mm-hmm. and, and channel and vessel that, that can birth these things in the womb space, holding those visions until they're ripe and ready to come through. Mm-hmm. So the yoni artwork is something that actually – is we're having a, a, a whole new level of that is coming out just like very soon. I don't know when this is exactly being released or so on, but very soon we're, we are birthing the next level of Yoni art because right now on the planet, as it's time to midwife the next level of who we can be as women and as humans, I mean, our Yonis, we need to get our root back. We, we as women, we need to get our root back. So we're not like disembodied and just floating up in ideas, but we are grounded and holding our power and have the capacity to have our power come through us. So yoni art is the, the journey of, of all of that, of mm. discovering your ability to birth, mm. not just babies. I mean, birth yourself, mm. birth your essence, your soul on the planet. Mm. So yoni art is the exploration of that and really the healing of the the disembodied root that most women in our modern culture have. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't I'll know. Raise my, hand. Yeah. I'll raise my hand. And because of thousands of years mm-hmm. of that creative feminine root being severed, mm-hmm. you know, and I think when I came in and I felt that heartbreak of not being connected, 
you know, and now I look back at it and, and that's, it's an element of that. Mm. Like, why is there no place for my creative soul here? Mm. Why, why am I not getting a reflection of, of this essence that I am around me? It's like, and it was heartbreaking. So the yoni art work is the ability to bring through and midwife the new paradigm, midwife ourselves, and be empowered in our creative capacity. Mm. So I'm super passionate about it. To me, it's the other end of the channel. Like soul art is the ability to connect with your vision, mm. to have a relationship with your soul, to find that love. But yoni art is how you make it real. How do you bring it through? And that's like, there's an orgasmic quality to it, but also tender because there's a lot of wounds in that channel from all the disembodiment. Yeah. So well, a, and, yeah. and not just, not just from disembodiment, I'll, I'll speak just directly that I did the Yoni artwork and it actually revealed things that I had, I had kind of suppressed, repressed, depressed totally. and of abuse in my own childhood directly from my mom who literally attacked my yoni <laughs> so uh, and it was a hugely powerful healing experience that has ultimately allowed me to become more physically embodied as well and so i what i really want to underscore as we close here laura is the potency of your work is exponentially explosive in terms of its capacity to really support people to create the life of their dreams that's, you know, in a way that is healthy and powerful and most of all beautiful and birthed in love. And so I'm just so grateful that you were with me today. We're already at the end. You and I could spend hours and hours and hours and hours <laughs> together. We're such soul sisters, uh, but we are going to have to go. And I want to just remind everyone, you can find out more about Laura at lauraholic.com. We will have that in the show notes. Uh, we may also put in soulartstudio.com because a lot of uh, Laura's creative processes come out of the Soul Art Studio. And uh, I also want to say a big shout out to your partner, Kevin, who I know has been an instrumental partner in all of the things. And he was on my Men on Purpose podcast when I first got into the podcasting space. So, all right, listeners, we love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line. We'll have that in the show notes for you or sending questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Keep your ears open and remember you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.